On the Newman Jets Audio Network, this is the JetCast, the official podcast of Newman University Athletics, featuring exclusive interviews with coaches, players, administrators, and more. The JetCast podcast is brought to you by South Central Ceiling and Paving, online at scsealing.com, Mel Hambledon Ford, Pepsi, Eck Agency, Donlinger Construction, Big Corner Creative, Dr. Brennan Lucas and Advanced Orthopedic Associates, Keystone Solid Surfaces, and by Overland Charters, the official transportation provider of Newman University Athletics. Here's the voice of the Newman Jets, Blake Kreps. Newman basketball is in the books for 2021-2022. Today, we will put a bow on the basketball season. It's episode 62 of the JetCast, and we will start with Coach Drew of women's basketball. And in fact, Zach, if you want to come over and hand me my phone to make sure that it's on silent, because I don't want that to mess anything up as he checks the camera. Coach, uh, congratulations. Thank you, sir. Year one is out of the way. Uh, how does it feel to get year one out of the way and get that under your belt here in Wichita? Well, I think just, uh, you know, take some time to reflect um, on the year and what, what went well and what didn't and what you would change. And, and I think with every every school and job, you you going to take you just a second to, um, you know, figure out the way that the best way to do things in each position. And so, um, you know, that, that'll be a big off season um, point of emphasis is just trying to kind of, you know, figure out what we want to do differently and what we want to do the same for year two. But my... That was actually the next question on my sheet here was the lesson you learned, maybe the biggest lesson that you learned. I, I, so I guess let me rephrase that question on the fly here and say, what do you think is going to determine once you guys have time to look back at the season? You know, what do you think are, is going to determine, you know, okay, this is the best lesson that we learned? Obviously, you know, it is important to take time to kind of retrospect and look back and, and take a moment to kind of digest everything, isn't it? Yeah, I think um – you know, to to your question, I, I think the thing that we are going to for sure look back on is we weren't we weren't as far away from winning a few more games as the record, the overall record is going to say. And so, um, I think the biggest challenge will be what things held us back by by six points or four points or whatever. And I think if you lose every game by twenty, you know, there's some some big wholesale changes obviously that have to happen. But when you you know, had a bunch of or, or some fourth quarter leads late in the season and you, you know, you were kind of getting close to being able to kind of knock down the door a, f- a few times. I don't know that there's these glaring, glaring, um, you know, issues in structure or, or, or the, the way we did things. Um, you know, you're just going to try to find some maybe fine-tune things that, that can help you, you know, push down those last four or six points. In post-game, which, by the way, we recorded, you can f- probably find that on the Newman University Facebook page with Sidney Nillis after the game that we that the Jets won earlier last week against Lincoln and you. And then I think you said it again after the last post game that we did uh, in the loss to Pittsburgh State, you said you were so excited because this would be your first spring with the team. Mm-hmm. What excites you the most about being able to work with these young ladies in a spring for the full period for the first time? Well, you, you have a pulse of who they are as players individually now uh, and where they need to get better and where, where we as a team need to grow. And, um, you know, you walk in the door in May – Number one, everybody's kind of leaving at that point. Um, some school is basically out, um, and so you're 
you're trying to kind of watch film from last summer and give them a few things. Hey, these are this is what we see initially. Um, but even then, you know, you, you had some new players coming in. And so I think you finally have this kind of grasp on who we are and, and what we do well. Um, and so trying to kind of find ways to, to improve that and do some individuals and, and uh, small group stuff that's going to allow us to put kind of hands-on, you know, growth and development for, for each individual player. And you mentioned that skill development, strength and conditioning. How important is that going to be during the springtime? Yeah, it's always important. Um, and in, in this, basketball's a long year, so um, you, you spend a lot of time in this maintenance mode of, you know, we're trying to get a little stronger, but you're also, you know, trying to make sure that you don't um, – you don't overdo it. You don't, you know, wear yourself out late in the year. You're trying to be as fresh as possible. And so you, you get a chance to, to take your foot off the gas here for a second and, and, and take a deep breath and relax. And then when we come back, it's 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 time to get stronger. And, and uh, that's a mode we haven't been in for, for very long as a program. One thing that obviously you're going to get to do for the first time as a staff is a full offseason of recruiting. What's your recruiting philosophy going to be? And obviously with the – thought process that it can change it can differ from year to year based on the needs of the program based on philosophy changes we've seen that with previous coaches so at least in the early going what's going to be your philosophy in terms of getting new jets into the fleet yeah i think we're we're putting a, an absolute emphasis on competitiveness um and just willingness to to serve others and um those two things to me um will help you every day in this program continuing to grow and get better and and uh um fight for playing time and and help us on the court um be able to to grow in practices um you know we we felt like that got better as we were going this season um but it's definitely something that we we want to continue to grow in as as we recruit um and then just trying to kind of continue to increase the overall level of talent in the program so that every position is competitive for minutes and time and um, you know you have to bring your best every day and um, that's I think that's what every program is looking to do we'll so. talk with the coach RJ Allen he's coming up on this episode of the JetCast wrap-up men's basketball we've also got a women's tennis player coming up so stay tuned for all of that and coming up next for you I know that you mentioned you've got some uh, basketball you're going to be watching this week but also uh, some rest and relaxation what do you feel like is going to be the thing that you're most looking forward to doing in terms of relaxing that you don't have time to do during the season yeah i think just trying to make sure we invest into kind of some family time um you know we there's no way around it you sacrifice a little bit of family time during the season and and yes um our family time is still basketball a lot (laughs) um but trying to just make sure that that um, dax gets a little more time with with me and, and nicole than he maybe normally does and and uh, you know, obviously, we have a very young young son at home, so trying to make sure that we're we're spending the appropriate time with him as well. And um, you know, that that doesn't mean it super extravagant things right now. Just kind of being there and being around and and all of that. But um, you know, I, I Nicole and I recharge very differently. I, I definitely recharge with people. I enjoy talking and hanging out and and being in groups of people. Um, and Nicole would love to turn the lights off and watch some Netflix. So, sure. um, you know, I think just trying to make sure we both are able to recharge our batteries a little bit for um, what will be a you know fast and furious spring. And I understand that for you, uh, some of that recharge is going to be happening perhaps on the Xbox. Let's go. So, okay, baby. The NBA. So I guess what put you on? 
Are you a sport video game guy? Is that is that <laughs> not really? Honestly, uh, COVID was an interesting time, right? Where everybody's bored, and we had a, a bored might be the wrong word, but everybody's going through way different life. Oh yeah, and uh, you know we had a two and a half or three year old at home, which I. Uh, um, would tell anybody was very, very difficult um, <laughs> in the middle of you can't go do anything. So um, we tried to pass some time with a little bit of Xbox. And, and to be honest with you, I'm, I've not been a gamer for very much of my life. And, sure. and I probably spend very little time on it. But um, from time to time, I, I enjoy jumping on and, and uh, playing around. And, and I won't try to tell anybody I'm, I'm the greatest player ever. But. I mean, he actually did before we yeah. came today. But, you know, <laughs> the, the setting that aside, uh, final question, uh, what's, what excites you the most about moving into year too and as we look ahead to 2022 2023 obviously uh, players yet to find but uh, as you mentioned and coach Bernie and I mentioned on our final post game uh, there's a lot of bright spots and, and there's a lot of potential coming back yeah yeah I just think um, that's that's the key is uh, the, the the future needs to be exciting and needs to be um, something that we're all really really working for and um, you know uh, hopefully it will be a uh, an opportunity to continue to grow what we hope we laid as a foundation. You know, we talked a lot about character and culture this year. Um, that was going to be the, the first foundation of this program and, and uh, the first building block, um, you know, as we, uh, you know, continue to grow as players and, and with recruiting and, and current players continuing to grow their games, um, you know, then you hope you increase the overall just kind of production on the court. Um, and, and then you're, you're kind of off and running, but, but character and, and, um, culture were, were really really important this year and I, and I have to give the biggest compliment to our team for just kind of how they embraced that and and fought for that every day and um you know highs and lows for everything um you know wins and losses and, and all of that stuff but um you know i think you check a lot of boxes in year one even without winning a bunch of games and and hopefully we've we've kind of established that that footprint of, of who we're going to be and what we're going to do you're so. going to hear me say this a lot during this show but what we do here in terms of our audio coverage what we do on the JetCast. We lean on the basketball coaches harder than any other programs, men and women. They're the most important programs at Newman. They're what draws the most interest. Newman's a basketball school. We couldn't do what we do, and we ask a lot of Coach Drew each and every week for pregame, jet cast, coming back, talking after the games, and sometimes after games that they don't necessarily want to talk after. So, Coach, really appreciate your time throughout the entire year. So excited to see what the Jets have in store for us next season. I appreciate it and echo that sentiment to you guys as well. It's, it's great to have this kind of opportunity that, that a lot of places don't have. So we're, we're um, fortunate and uh, appreciate all the time. Well, good luck with the 2K. Thank and, you. And on the recruiting yeah, trail appreciate as well. It. well. We'll spend a little more time on recruiting than 2K. <laughs> Probably. We'll see what Coach Allen's doing in the offseason. He joins us next. Hey, boss. The backhoe was stolen from the Valley job. Great. And our computers were hacked last night, and they got some of our clients' information. Seriously? And your wife called. She said the dead tree you were supposed to tear down fell on your neighbor's roof. Ah. What am I going to do? I'd call Eck Agency. They're great at providing insurance solutions to protect your business, work comp, home, and autos before these things happen. Call or text Eck Agency at 316-303-1905 or visit eckagency.com. Thank you to Don Lear Construction, proud supporter of Newman Athletics. Continuing to wrap up the basketball season, joined now by R.J. Allen of the men's basketball team. What a bright 
future they have and a, what a great end to the season that they enjoy with back-to-back wins. A perfect homecoming week. They win homecoming, they win senior day, and they played some spectacular basketball at first half against Lincoln, and then they really wrapped it up with a great end to the game against Pittsburgh State. Coach, with all the adversity that you and the guys had to suffer through and fight through this year, uh, how great was it to, to get the, the two wins on a punctuation note to, to end the season in, in very different ways and uh, in kind of showing some growth there in the last week of the season? Yeah, um, you know, it's always it's always nice to be able to finish uh, on a positive. Uh, you know, the season it, a lot of adversities for this crew. Well, um, and that's that's the the next thing on my list. You know, you guys had so much happen this year. Um, you know, and, and you guys had just about everything in terms of coronavirus stoppages. You had personnel changes. You had a bus fire. Yeah. You had, I mean, you had. Uh, games where you didn't play as well as you were hoping you had games where you played well enough to win and you know the other team just played a little bit better and I, I know a couple of games that you thought that you probably should have won and let slip away so you know there's so much that happened this year um you know it do you need a just a little extra time to try to get over a season like this uh, yeah I think you do when you when you look back and I think you have to take a step back and, and, you know, the kids had to go through it as well, right? And so you want to, uh, you know, have a, have a you know, somewhat, you know, some sympathy for those guys. Like it, it was just, it was, it was brutal, um, you know, from the facet of guys being injured and, and really wanting to play but physically, you know, not able to go. And, you know, there were some nights where you played extremely well and, and you came up short. It was nights where, you know, you you didn't have the answer and everyone's looking around like, you know, what's going on? And then, uh, you know, you have COVID hit you at a, just a, a really difficult time after you win a game. Then it's a two-week pause. Uh, you know, right before Christmas, we had a, had a bus fire, which <laughs> – uh, was was never have I been more happy to not be on the trip with yeah. you than during that one. That was uh, you know bizarre to you, say the least. That's something. I mean, it feels like you almost need a vacation after something oh, like man. that because you know there's no you know that's just not something the basketball teams go through. No, they, uh, they don't go through. I mean, <laughs> going through one of those things would be enough. But you guys went through all those things, and for you know a couple of times it was it was several a couple of bouts of of it yeah it was it was it was like i said it was difficult and and you know as a coach you're 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 trying to you're trying to prepare them um and and you're going through it as well but you know the the, the guys are going through it every single day and so you know there's there's disappointment and, and you got to try to find a way to, to to keep them upbeat and keep them even and keep them enjoying what they're doing and, and so uh you know to finish the year off and and to win back-to-back games uh you know the last the last week of the season regular season was uh you know I, I was very pleased with how they competed and how they stayed even and, and they continued to fight and battle uh even though there were a ton of adversities throughout the year and i know another thing too is you know you have to be happy for these guys on some level too because people you know they just look at this a lot of fans will just look at the box score they'll look at the website story on on the website you know they're not there to see you know you guys practicing after a game that that was a really really tough loss when you guys have 
gone on the road and traveled a couple more hours or when you guys are coming back from a makeup game on a you know monday or a tuesday night you're getting back at midnight and you know you tell them when you get off the bus hey when you got class in the morning you got to be there you know a lot of I think a lot of fans probably think, oh, they'll just sleep in the next day. You know, for a lot of them, that's that's it's not happening. They're going to class the next day, and and having to get up and, and fight through that adversity. You know, the very next day, so it's not something that they get to put aside. They're they're it's kind of a it's a full time job to deal with it, isn't it for them? Yeah, it is. It's uh, you know, it's it's something that you you sign up for. You understand that you know you're not. Uh, it's it's not a typical lifestyle for you know. I don't know, 18 to 22 year old, like you have a lot of responsibilities and not that there's a lot of kids out there that have great responsibilities. It's just these guys have to, you know, yeah, you're expected to be in class. You're expected to take care of your your homework. But at the same time, like you have to work on your craft. You got to you got to eat right. You got to get, you know, ample amount of rest. You have to do all the things that are necessary to to have some success, uh, you know, in this league and at this level. So, yeah, there's challenges. And, and, um, you know, I I think nonetheless, we have to take a step back and put everything in perspective and, and, and be grateful for the opportunity that we have to be together as a team and, and um, you know, try to make the most out of it. What's your philosophy as a coach when you go into the offseason in terms of skill development, strength and conditioning? Certainly another thing that we didn't even talk about through all those adversities was injuries, was, was another thing that bit you guys a couple of times this year. So how do you guys balance trying to give the guys who do need some time off. Israel and Stevie certainly come to mind as guys who could use some rest, but obviously you do want them to get stronger, get faster, get more conditioned, and uh, and certainly for some guys there's some potential that can be unlocked, but, you know, there's skill development that needs to take place for them too. Sure. It's, um, you know, the off season is always a pivotal time, and I think, you know, for, for our guys, you know, kind of what we talk about is like, all year as a group, we ask you to be selfless. We ask you to be team individ- team oriented, um, you know, together and, and, and try to build something special. The off season is really a time about you, yourself, and, and really working in on areas and developing areas of your game in which you need to get better at. And a big part with this group is going to be the strength and conditioning portion of it. Um, you know, I'm, I'm a believer that, you know, the league is, it takes a toll on your body. It takes a toll on you physically. Um, and, and to be able to withstand that, like you're, you're going to have to be in tip top shape and it's, it's, it's building great habits. Um, you know, it's, it's being in great condition. Um, you know, ha- having an understanding of what you can put in your body, um, as far as what you, t- what you eat on the daily. So just really working with our guys, educating them, on how we can continue to get better in that facet. Uh, you're always working on your game as far as skill development and shooting and and uh, all the skill work that goes into that. So that won't change. It's just really, really paying attention to, you know, the strength and conditioning part and, and trying to make a, a leap in the right direction uh, in that aspect. This year with the departures that you've had during the season and uh, certainly the three seniors that are that are uh, graduating and moving on to bigger and better things, there are going to be opportunities to uh, change the composition of your roster a little bit. What's the philosophy for you going to be during recruiting during this offseason? And, and what have you identified with the coaching staff as maybe some areas of need or, or things that you guys are going to be looking for as you're out on the road, either on the JUCO route or the high school route? Yeah, it's um – 
you know, it's going to be a busy spring. Um, I feel like they're all busy. Uh, yeah. You know, so, uh, you know, we've we've been working. I mean, recruiting is 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 it, it, never stops. It, it didn't it didn't start today. No, it? it didn't start today. It didn't, and it's not sure. going to stop when the season starts. Exactly, next year. exactly. So it's always you know it's something that we do daily. Um, so. For us, it's, uh, you know, there's some needs out there to improve our basketball team. We're aware of that, and we're working really, really hard to address those needs, um, you know, and, and, and try to construct a roster that we feel like is going to be able to be successful in this league. And so um, th- there's a lot that comes to that, and, and uh, you know, we're going we're gonna to be on the road. And, and as far as, you know, kind of what we're looking for, uh, you know, we want we want to get guys that, that – come from winning programs I feel like that is a is a big area for us to to try to get over the hump like I said there are a lot of there are a lot of games where you know you're, you're just missing that you know leadership or the understanding of, of how to go about your business to go win a basketball game and sometimes you can develop and teach that but a lot of times it's 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 in those guys like they understand it they've been there before they know what it takes they they know what it looks like and so uh we want to we want to you know add that to our roster i feel like that's that's really important um you know and and there's a a lot of different other aspects that we need to add to our roster that we'll continue to work on but just guys that have come from winning programs that have had success in the past final question for you where else are you headed obviously uh you know there needs to be some time for you to take some time off as well and and get your batteries recharged and uh is any uh cross uh, office Xbox 2K going to be coming up against Coach Drew later this offseason? <laughs> Probably not for me. I'm not really a gamer. Uh, it, it's uh you probably I, get some one of your players. I I'm bet. sure we could get some you, you, guys. You probably in recruit there. one of those guys. Yeah, I, I'm the spectator when it comes to that. <laughs> so I'll, if that does, if Coach Drew gets that rolling, I'll be, uh, I'll get a ticket, and make sure I get some popcorn, okay, and, and grab a seat for that. But uh, you know, yeah, we're, we'll try to, um, you know, take some time to to recharge. Uh, you know, but at this point of the year, it's it's pivotal. Um, you know, so we'll we'll hit the road this week and and. Uh, you know, try to try to catch some some junior college and some high school basketball games as as they get into playoffs, regional time, and sub state in the state of Kansas. So, we'll be out on the road. Uh, you know, looking looking for some future Jets. Well, I know that another thing I've seen you and the guys out at some baseball games here. Baseball team is playing really well, so we'll see you guys out at McCarthy Field. But also, uh, your son baseball season. I mean, the weather's starting to heat up, and uh, you'll be out at some of those baseball games too, won't you? Absolutely. I'm a I'm a huge baseball fan uh my both of my boys play and uh one of them yeah, plays with uh, coach mouse's son. yeah they they their teammates uh are youngest so they're uh they're moving up to machine pitch so oh no that should be interesting we'll see if we can keep the attention span or if it has improved in, in this <laughs> next spring but uh no nah, that that is to me is priceless to have an opportunity to watch them and and watch them grow and and, and play and have a good time and and they they love coming out watching the watching the baseball team and just kind of imitating those guys that they see. So th- those guys they probably don't know they got some huge fans in, in my boys and uh, hopefully hopefully the baseball guys keep it rolling. Well, once again, uh, 
we lean on these coaches a lot for for pregame, postgame, and they you know we don't require more of any other coach on campus than men's and women's basketball. So again, Coach Allen, great to work with you this year. Best of luck. Enjoy your off season in terms of rest and relaxation, and uh, most importantly, good luck on the baseball diamond this spring <laughs> as well. Yeah, I appreciate that. Thank thank you for all you do for appreciate us. Appreciate it so much, Coach. We'll be back. Wrap up the Jetcast right after this. Let's face it, it's been a while since you updated your kitchen and bathroom. And while they fit your style when your house was built, styles change. Or maybe the space just isn't fitting your current needs. That's where Keystone Solid Surfaces comes in. Keystone is the premier fabricator and installer of quartz, granite, and solid surfaces in Kansas. And with their huge brand new showroom at 1655 North Wabash in Wichita, providing the perfect inspiration, the possibilities are truly endless. That's why when it's time for an upgrade, the key is Keystone. KeystoneSolidSurfaces.com or find great specials on Facebook book. Great performances on the court do not happen without great support off the court. That's why Newman Athletics is excited to announce the opening of its new Aviator Club. We invite you to join us in the important mission of supporting the Jets. You can make a huge difference in the lives of our 300 student athletes by signing up for one of the four club levels. Becoming a member is easy and will have a great impact on Newman Athletic Facilities, recruiting, and more. Plus, memberships come with privileges like game passes, discounts at the new online jet store, special events, and much, much more. So join today by clicking on the Aviator Club on our website, newmanjets.com. And as always, thanks for your support of Newman University Athletics. We are wrapping up the JetCast today, talking a little women's tennis with Lauren Esfeld, a sophomore, a big important junior from Wichita. She is actually the SAC president, and we're going to get into all of that with her, uh, but we're going to start with the women's tennis teams. They won two of three this weekend with wins over Dallas Baptist and Maryville. Uh, so first of all, Lauren, uh, congratulations on the team wins. How great did that feel to go out there and have some success this past weekend? I mean, it was awesome. We're gearing up for MIAA play, so we're really excited to start getting those wins and get our confidence before we hit season. How, how nice is it just from a team? I know it's an individual sport, but when you're able to go out there and see your teammates and see your, your, your partners and your friends have success, how nice is that to get some confidence before you get into those difficult MIAA matches? I mean, it was really exciting. Um, Amber had a clinch match for us to win, so... Um, me and Marella, one of my one of the teammates, we both almost lost our voice that day because we were <laughs> screaming so loud. We wanted to win so bad. So it's just a lot of fun, especially getting to be down on a court and screaming for them. Absolutely. So. Oh, uh, so how did you? How do you feel like you performed in those two in those matches? What matches did you participate in, and how do you feel like you played? I played pretty good. Um, just did like an exhibition match. Okay. So we were getting some of the other girls some playing time and stuff. Gotcha. Well, what are you playing this year when you're out there? Are you predominantly a singles player? Have you been playing mostly doubles? Or are you kind of in the mix in both on both sides? I'm pretty in the mix right now. Um, still trying to figure out doubles lineup, stuff like that. Gotcha. So are, are you not locked in, not locked in on a partner quite yet? Not yet. Last year it was Morella, but we've gained a lot of girls this year, so trying them all out. Is that how difficult and challenging is that? Because when you play at the professional level, mm -hmm. you know, you've got you – know, 
you're playing with a certain partner, you know, when Vina, Venus and Serena are together, they know exactly, okay, in this type of a play, this is how we're going to approach it. When you're with someone that you're not as confident with or maybe not as, maybe the right word would be not as comfortable with, mm-hmm. just because you haven't partnered with them as much, how does it force you to kind of change the strategy or change how you would approach a certain play or a certain ball versus where if you were playing with the same partner or a partner you had been with all four years, how you might have a little bit more of an understanding of who's going to do what in in a given situation? I mean, for me, the biggest thing I was always taught was just talk. Always talk to your partner. Always yell back to him, yell forward to him. So, I mean, I always take that into whatever doubles I'm playing, and I think that helps kind of adjust everything, and you just know what you're doing, and especially talking in between points. Do you feel like what do you do you feel like you're a stronger stronger singles or stronger doubles? Stronger doubles. So what? And why do you say that? <laughs> um, all through high school, that's all I played. Oh wow! Okay. Because you can have up to six girls, and once you get into the postseason, you choose either singles or doubles. So. Gotcha. What What do you feel like makes you a stronger doubles player? I was coached on that all <laughs> through high school. Okay. My private coaches and my high school coach. So I am very well versed in doubles. So in the doubles game, obviously, there's much different. It's a much different skill set that you have to bring in order. And obviously, there is communication that is necessary in doubles that really isn't on the single side. But the kind of skills that you want you know you can be a successful singles player and never approach the net not that you know you're not a better singles player if you can approach the net but what do you feel like is the strength of your doubles game um net play and then talking okay and i kind of understand like where it is going to be coming from what do you feel like is something that, depending on who you work with, because, you know, there are, you know, pairings and combinations that can either enhance strengths mm-hmm. or cover weaknesses, and it goes both ways. What's something in your doubles game that you feel like you need to work on over these next two years to become a more complete doubles player? Definitely approaching the net more. Okay. So Just be, getting both of us up there. Gotcha. So maybe when, you, when you're back serving, yeah. finding the right ways to get up to the net. Uh, so you guys are back at Riverside in Wichita to take on MSU Denver, and that is coming up on Friday. How nice is it to be back? And it looks like, you know, looking ahead to the weather forecast, uh, I believe it's supposed to be outdoors, if I'm not mistaken. It was Hopefully. A, fingers crossed. Um, but it, it, it looks like we're going to have a day in the 70s. That would be amazing. (laughs) That would be amazing. Um, How much different is it when you're playing uh, indoor versus outdoor? Indoor, it's fast court. So it's a lot faster. The ball will skid more. And when you're outdoors, you have all the different factors, whereas indoors you don't have wind, sun, anything like that. I know that there are some players who would prefer to play indoors because, you know, it's a sterile, controlled environment. Why do you like playing outdoors better? That's how I learned (laughs) When I picked up a tennis racket, it was outside, and then I didn't move inside for a long time, so I had to adjust indoor. It's also interesting to hear you talk about the different court conditions because in this country, you know, we've there are – I think there are more clay courts than people think that there are, especially down in Florida. Mm-hmm. But, you know, here in the Midwest, you know, it's <laughs> way too windy for us to have clay courts. So clay end up, you know, all over, you know, some street probably. <laughs> but uh, it's interesting to hear you talk about – the, the great difference in court conditions versus indoor and outdoor. So I would have thought that, you know, it would just be indoor court and they just put it, you know, an outdoor court, they just 
put it indoors obviously not doesn't work like that what's the biggest difference in between the two courts and are they, are they made of the same material the ones that you're playing on yes i believe so and i think just the difference is the speed gotcha but i mean i like being outdoors because i like messing with the wind sure you can mess with the ball with the wind and so i like outdoors better well and, and there are some you know i think that there are some players who don't like the outdoors because of the wind. I mean, we saw we mm-hmm. see that at the U.S. Open back when, you know, Arthur Ashe used to be an outdoor stadium at one point for those of us who are older <laughs> tennis fans. And, uh, you know, is it, how much of a psychological advantage do you feel like it is when you have a player that's maybe struggling with the outdoor conditions and, you know, being an outdoor tennis player from Kansas, uh, from a very highly reputable uh, Bishop Carroll program, by the way. I mean, obviously, if you're you're playing over there, uh, you know, next to next to the football stadium, I mean, it could get just as windy as it can be anywhere in Kansas, right mm-hmm. there. Yeah, I mean, we definitely even saw some girls that were from Kansas, and I just mess with them. You throw it up, <laughs> and they have no idea where it's going because the wind will take it. I mean, you run the risk of it going out, but. Sure. If you hit it in the right spot, it can just take it. Now, one thing I did want to ask you about is you are the president of the of SAC, the S-A-A-C. So for fans who may not know exactly what that is here on campus, because I don't know if we do a tremendous job of publicizing mm-hmm. who you guys are, what you guys do. So what what is SAC? And that's how you, spe- that's how you sound out the, uh, I guess it would be the acronym. acronym. Yeah. What, how do you, what, what is that? So it's the Student Athletic Advisory Committee, and every NCAA institution is required to have one. You have two people from every sport, so they're representing each sport. Um, and you just form that connection between um, the higher-ups in athletics, so that would be our AD Joe, Compliance Director Mo, and anyone else that we might need to talk to and take it back to all of the student athletes and just promote a good experience here at Newman. And you are the president of that organization. So you guys are kind of the voice for any issues that student athletes might have here on campus. How, why, that's obviously a big leadership role for you. Um, I don't know if you're a a leader on, if you feel like you're a leader on the tennis team or not, but you certainly are a leader of all student athletes at Newman. How did you come about getting that position and why did you feel like that was something that you wanted to pursue? So I became friends with Katie, the last president, and then Shella, my coach, is the advisor of SAC, one of them. Katie, it was, she was from the cheer and dance yes. team. Well, yes, that's right. We, had her, we also had her on the show. Yes. So I was friends with her. Shella was talking to me. And then it was just kind of a whirlwind, like, hey, do you want to do it? And then they announced it at Jetspies that I was president. So, wow. so it was all kind of bang, go. The, yeah. So what, what are some things that you guys have been working on do you guys have do you like put together uh initiatives that you or goals uh, how do, what do you what do you want the student athletes to get out of SAC and, and what you guys do as a committee really just knowing that they can come to me they can go to any of the SAC reps and if they have a problem then we can get it fixed if they want to change something if they want to do something amazing they want to have some big event we can try and put that on with them and just help them out through that and make it fun. So I am under. I understand that uh, there you are. You would like to to return for another term 
coming yes. up senior year. Um, so that, what, what's that process? Is there an election? Is it like, a, how does that go about, you know, picking? Because there's not, it's not just you. There's kind of like a, I don't know if you guys use the term cabinet, but mm-hmm. you guys, there are other officers in yes. SAC. So uh, how does that process, how will that process work for, you know, picking you or somebody else to, to be the president for next year? So it used to be elections and just my time spent talking to Mo, Joe, Shella, anyone who's dealt with SAC, they have said the elections just didn't really seem to work. There was always just one person that was, hey, I'll do it, or hey, I want to do it. Um, there might have been two people. And then they, did, they would just get all the votes. Yeah. Sure. So I was talking to them and I was like, well, what if we did it more of an interview process? So you would, you can... Um, nominate yourself or you can nominate someone else so say I wanted to nominate um, someone that's a rep to be on the exec board with me then I would put that in and it's all gonna be sent to Mo and then you'll sit down and have an interview with Mo, Joe, Shella, Taryn Um, I don't know who else is gonna be on there yet I'm kinda leaving that up to them sure Um, and then interview them and in that nomination you'll say either who you think they who you think they would be good at like if you think they'd be a really good treasurer they're really good with money treasurer if you want to be like me i'll nominate myself i want to be president again so then they'll interview you for that and then they'll say who the new exec board is and we'll announce that at jespies so the the the, that committee will have the power to to kind of name Mm -hmm. the board okay so that's how it's going to work and then as a president you'll get kind of a say in who you want on your exec board gotcha okay awesome so it what uh, if some there's maybe an athlete out there watching this who or listening who would like to be involved how would they go about doing that putting their name in the ring so to speak to to be on the 20 i guess it'd be 2022 2023 uh sac so for exec board typically you would have to be on sac for a year i know we have hayden vanderpool he's on it this is his first year on sac but we added him um, I just felt like he was a really strong voice. And then if you want to be a SAC rep, um, talk to your coach. Tell him that, hey, I want to be a SAC rep. I really want to make a difference. I want to be a leader on the team. Um, or you can come tell one of the exec board members, me or any of the other four. Um, we do. We pick everyone over the summer. Okay. So the coaches send in nominations, and then we talk through all of them. So a little shout-out to uh, Newman Jets baseball right there as well. <laughs> uh, final thing for you, obviously, you would, you said you would like to return. Um, so I, I know you have to go through the full interview process, mm-hmm. but um, I'd like, if you would like, I'd like to give you the opportunity to give your first kind of campaign pitch oh here uh, <laughs> to, you know, why should the committee – uh, put you back in this office for another term uh, starting in the fall of 2022? Um, I would just like to keep the ball rolling on everything that we have accomplished, um, changed, anything like that, getting student involvement back, um, getting just everything rolling again. I feel like we've turned the page on a lot of stuff. Um, it's been a difficult time to be SAC president, hasn't it, with with everything that's been going on outside of your yeah. control? We've had to be very creative this year. <laughs> um, we were very blessed. We got to go to a middle school, and SAC reps and some people from their teams went and volunteered. Oh, wow. So we always try and do one volunteer thing a semester, and we were able to do that. So I was really happy because we could be outside, 
and we didn't have to be confined indoors and social distance and everything. So it was nice to be outside. So we will hope hope that those things will continue mm-hmm. to return. So Lauren Esfeld from right here in Wichita Junior mm-hmm. on this uh, Newman women's tennis team. Once again, they're taking on MSU Denver on Friday. And what you know what time first serve is for that? I do not. Is that set mm-hmm. yet? Do we know? That? So I don't, don't think that that has been set yet. Sometimes they do play in the morning. So, But if you can get out there uh, to support the Jets at Riverside in Wichita. I know that they would support it, but of course we will have all the information at newmanjets.com. Lauren, uh, also f- former Bishop Carroll Golden Eagle, thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you. We will be back next week, another JetCast. Going to try to talk some more Newman Jets baseball. The Newman Jets with a big series win this past weekend over Rogers State. So we'll see if they can stay hot. They've got Washburn coming up, so probably going to be back to Newman Jets baseball next week. So until then, Blake Cripps saying go Jets.